Welcome to the Kevin and Fred Show. I am your host, Kevin Kaufman, and along with my business partner, Fred Weaver, we bring to you our podcast where we highlight some of the best and brightest in the real estate industry, along with a weekly segment called Industry Headlines. We are a proud member of the Industry Syndicate, family of real estate podcasts, and we are so glad that you are listening and tuning in today, and we hope you enjoy our show. All right, guys, we are back on the Kevin and Fred Show, and today I'm joined by uh, gosh, practically a neighbor of mine, Stephanie Greenfield. <laughs> Stephanie out of uh, Tempe, Arizona. How's it going today? Hey, doing awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. I'm so glad that we could do this today. So Stephanie, um, let's, you know, for the folks that maybe who don't know you, like, let's do me a favor, like take a minute and sort of introduce yourself. I, I obviously just gave away that you're in the Phoenix market here in Tempe, just like I am. Um but give us a kind of give us a like a two minute, you know, intro, introduction to who Stephanie is, how long you've been in real estate. And uh, my always my favorite is like, what, what got you to get into real estate? Because we're all so different and with crazy backgrounds. I'm usually prior to real estate. <laughs> yes, I would love to. So I am a Phoenix native. Uh, it seems like there's more and more of us sticking around in Phoenix now these days, um, but it used to be kind of rare to find a Phoenix native, but I am one of those crazy people that stayed here my whole life and uh, love the heat, hate the cold. Um, so I went to high school in, uh, in North Phoenix to a small high school up there. And, uh, you know, I actually got my real estate license when I was 18 years old. Um, both of my parents are in real estate, have been their entire life. So it's kind of just a thing that we do in our family, which is turn 18, get your real estate license. It's kind of just and, ex uh, expected of, every, of everybody in your family. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know what all this stuff is. Just go take the test and make it official. <laughs> I have, so I got to ask, as you, before you continue on, I feel like, everyone I know who came up in a, I'll call it a real estate family grew up going, I'm never going to get into real estate. I'm never going to get into real estate. And then You're taking my punchline. Oh, okay. Gosh. Okay. So, all right. So continue on. So you, you turn 18, you get a real estate license because basically in your family, you have to, what, ha what happens yes. next? <laughs> well, I do exactly what you just say. And I say, I am not doing real estate. <laughs> I am not going to be any part of that. You know, my parents do that. That's for them, whatever. Um, so I continued on and went to ASU. So go Sun Devils. Um, went to ASU and I got two degrees in marketing and management from WP Carey there at, at uh, ASU. Um, loved it. Had a great time. I did a couple of real estate transactions in college, just kind of here and there, helping out my mom. Um but still, I said, nope, I'm not doing that. And uh, I moved to LA, actually, for a couple of years, branched off and did something totally separate, which was executive compensation consulting, super niche, uh, yeah, kind of crazy niche. Yeah. niche business. Yep. Um, but I worked with a bunch of Fortune 500 companies telling them what to pay their executives. So super interesting work, but all the while, just kind of couldn't wait to come back to Phoenix. And uh, when I did, you know, by then I was past the uh, 21 year old anti real estate and I just dove right in and couldn't wait to have my own business. Awesome. So how, so how long have you been full time now in real estate and like not just with a license, but actually working in it? 
so I've been full-time seven years now. That's seven years. Awesome. So yeah, tell me, I know a lot of things have changed for you in the last seven years. Um, gosh, including our market, you and I, you know, you got licensed in 08. I was licensed in 07, which was basically the exact opposite of what's happening now, right? From, from market condition right. standpoint, having all of the inventory in the world to now having feels like no inventory. Um, right. What a, what a crazy ride this has been on. Tell me like you decided <laughs> to get back into real estate or I should say kind of more like dive into real estate and actually give it your full-time attention. What, like, how did you get started? Uh, I know you obviously had a little bit of training and background from growing up and having had a license, but you still were coming out of a different, um, a different industry starting from zero. Like what, like what are the things you right. did to get up and get going? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and I get asked that a lot too, especially because I joined, I mean, I started really full time when I was 23 years old. And so, yes, of course, some of my friends were buying houses, but not everybody when they're 23 buys their first house. So, you know, normally they say, go to your sphere, you know, um, and, and tell your friends, right? But that wasn't really working for me at the time. So um, I did a lot of open houses and uh, I actually did a, a lot of, it, it seems silly now to talk about like online advertising compared to what we have now, but <laughs> I did the seven year ago version of that, which was pay Zillow, you know, a lot of money and, uh, and do ads with them. And I just... I just grinded and grinded and grinded. I answered my phone every hour of the day. Not my proudest moments, um, but you know what? When you're young and hungry, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I was going to say, so what I'm hearing is, though, there was no like secret magic formula to building a, the great business that you have today. It's like a lot of hard work grinding, yeah. grinding away. Um, yep. did, you, did you like learn those things from your parents? Did you seek out coaching? Like, how did you... Um, like what were maybe some of the tangible things you did? You mentioned open houses and, and obviously taking a lot of calls, but um, give me an idea of like how your business progressed along the way. And, and did your, you know, how did your daily activities like change day in and day out from what you do? Yeah, that's such a good question. And it's something that I'm really passionate about now. Um, I think, you know, going back a little bit to growing up in the real estate family, you know, the thing that I didn't like about it for so long was that, it was a roller coaster, you know, it, it, it was, um, you know, the good, the bad, and not really ever in between. Um, and so when I decided that I was going to make this my business, I wanted to study that out, you know, and find a way to fill a pipeline, be consistent, not a feast or famine type of deal. Um, which, you know, if you're <laughs> from a real estate family, maybe, you know, you know, you know what that's like, but I really wanted it to be consistent. So I did start seeking out a lot of coaching, um, a lot of programs. Um, I actually, my mom and I had our own family brokerage for a number of years. So it was just her and I for the longest time. If I made a flyer, if we had a flyer for a property, it's because I made it in PowerPoint from scratch. Like the time that that stuff took me is crazy. Um, so in 2017, we interviewed nearly every brokerage in town and um, finally went and found a bigger one and uh, stuck with them and so streamlined so much of that um, and also got a lot of coaching and uh, you know strategies and ways to make this business more consistent. Awesome. So what like when you look at your business today, 
like um obviously your sphere wasn't probably the big part of it when you were 23 you mentioned um and i'm not even sure if it's the, you know a huge part of it today but um tell me like what are the pillars of of your business like if you had to say hey here's my one or two sources where call it the majority of my business or, or by far the most is coming from what what are those and and quite frankly if you don't mind like what do you do to to cultivate that yeah so 95 percent of my business comes from referrals and sphere of influence um and so you know word of mouth keeps me really busy um, the, I would say the other 5% has started to become before COVID obviously was, um, open houses just because I, I actually really like doing those, you know, it's a great way to get in front of people. But I mean, for the 95%, I am just really intentional about staying in touch with my people and I'm kind of old school. I still write handwritten notes, um, you know, birthdays, house anniversaries. I love to do, you know, I love to get mail. Um, so I send people mail. Uh, I don't like anybody coming to my door, so I <laughs> don't do any door knocking. You just got to do, you know, whatever you like. Um, but, and then in the last couple of years, social media has become a really important piece for me of staying in front of my sphere and my referral network. That's awesome. So you're, so you're using social media as a way to enhance your, your, your referral business and your sphere business. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's one of those things, right, where it's not always a direct connection. You know, it's not that it's not every day somebody is reaching out on Instagram saying, hey, I want to, you know, sell my house. Here's the address. Can you come over? Um, but, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, hey, I remember that you're doing this because I saw your post from three days ago or something, you know, and they call me later on it. So it's really just staying in front of people. And, you know, I find that the best posts, the ones that have the most uh, response and reaction are the ones adding value. So, you know, trying to teach people about the market or teach people about what they should expect when they're selling or buying, that kind of stuff. You know, what I what I love about what you said and and with and the reason why I, I want to hit this for a second is I talk to so many agents and, and I'm sure you I know you do too as well that are like newer especially they think like social media is the way to just grow their business and I think there's there's a part of it that's true but I think the viewpoint of it has to be it's there to enhance the relationships we already have and that relationship could be with our sphere of influence hopefully um, that's a big part of you know your business no matter where you're at in your career um, and it, yes, it can be to generate new business as well. However, that's such a long-term and, you know, I think also to your point, it's so hard. You can't last click attribution. Like what's the last thing that somebody saw? It's, it's so hard to say, like, it's probably not one post. It's probably not one postcard or one thing. It's, it's totally. the collection of all of those things. And I always call it by land, sea and air. It's like your people are, 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 they're coming across you everywhere they go, both digitally and physically, hopefully. Right, right. Yeah, I think that's crucial. I mean, you know, uh, I, I like to, you know, I, I hate going on realtors pages and seeing like 17 open house flyers and five sold, you know, do I have sold posts on my Instagram? Yes, of course, because I want people to think every once in a while, hey, Stephanie's selling real estate, you know, um, but for the most part, it's the part that people can relate to. It's like, you know, drinking champagne at a, you know, when they get their keys or, you know, having their dog run into their yard for the first time, just stuff like that, you know, that, um, like you said, it's, it's showing people 
in all aspects that you're in the business and just being real at the same time. Absolutely. So let me ask you this. Was there, um, was there like a turning point, a lesson or like an experience or something that helps you to go, Hey, this is how I'm going to, I'm going to move my business to, to more of what I'll call sphere based or referral based. And, um, and this is how I'm going to do it. Was there, was there an experience or did, did that happen naturally? Like what, how did that evolve for you? So early on, I had a mentor and um, he was a business development guy uh, at the time that I you know, just met with through a class or something. And he really took me under his wing. And I, he would hate if I said this, but I say it all the time anyway, that I give him full credit for my business um, because he was the kind of guy, you know, my first year in real estate that was like, you can do 10 deals this year, Steph, I believe in you, you know, and he was really the one that taught me the value of relationships and longevity in this business being built on that. Um, he took me under his wing so much and really taught me everything that I know about like relationship building and ways to kind of nurture your sphere. So it would be him for sure. Get yourself a mentor if you can. Yeah. That's such a big part of it. I'm a big, I'm one of those people that sort of always sought out mentors and, you know, tried to try to learn from them as well. And I think, you know, so the point that you make there, I can't emphasize enough, like get yourself a mentor or, or multiple, um, and totally. you know, the people that you can learn from and, um, and go from there. Um, and sort of like latch onto them and, and latch onto the experiences that you can take and the lessons you can, you can take from those people and, and hopefully Definitely. share with others. What, um, tell me about, so you mentioned like where your business is coming from. Like, how do you, how do you manage to do all that? Like, what is your, what does your day normally look like, especially in this maybe post COVID? I'm not sure if that's the right word to use or not, but like <laughs> in whatever we're recording this at the end of March, 2021, um, so whatever we're going to call this time post COVID, time stamp COVID. It. Yeah. yeah, like what is your, like, how do you keep everything going now? Cause the, obviously the world's changed a lot in the last year. And for somebody who is so sphere based, there's a lot you've, you've been hampered by what you could do, you know, physically in the physical world in the last year. Like, how do you kind of manage what you do and what's your, you know, what's been your biggest lessons out of that in the last year? Sure. Um, well, I'll first start off by saying I'm not perfect at this. Um, and I, uh, <laughs> there's definitely days where I wish I stuck to something a little bit more. And I'm sure that, you know, most people in real estate can feel that way. You know, it's like you get a call and everything's, everything's changed from what you planned. But um, I, I really love time blocking. Uh, and that's how I stay <laughs> some sort of semblance of uh, organization in my life. Um, I'm a big like Excel kind of nerd person like that. Um, so I just, uh, you know, I have a list of things that I have to get done in a day and I time block for that. And, you know, if something comes up and I have to move it, I push it down to another time block so that it still gets done. <coughs> Excuse me, but, um, but time blocking is huge. And that's, you know, that's the only way that you can, once you get busy, that you can continue staying in touch with your sphere, which we all know is the most important thing. Um, but as soon as you get busy, that's usually the first thing to fall off. Yeah, it's so true. It's funny, uh, randomly, uh, right before you and I jumped on the Zoom to start recording this, my business partner and I were talking about that. It's my, here it is. We're recording this on a Monday. I mentioned the date earlier. And um, he's had something like 
two or three people either cancel or reschedule appointments on, on him already, you know, it's, and it's 10 in the morning when, when we're recording this and we're just, the, the truth of the matter is like the difference between an agent that goes and sells, I'll call it 10 houses a year to one that's wildest dreams. And it, I'm not trying to say it's, it has to be 50 or a hundred, whatever that number is, but someone who's like really on purpose about their business and going places, there's a difference in the way they handle their, their scheduling and their calendar. Right. And you can, you absolutely can see the difference in someone who lets their calendar run them or someone who is just like there, or I should say runs by their calendar and someone who is just sort of runs by whatever's loudest and most urgent in the moment. And totally. Any, basically if you're going to make that move into being successful and actually having a business and not just a, a sales job where you're on call all the time, you're going to have to, you're going to have to catch that one, right? You're going to have to learn that lesson. Was there a moment or something for you that helped you learn or helped you maybe not even learn, but sort of get better at the, the time management or calendar management time blocking situation? Yeah. So last year, um, last year was, uh, my best year to date and sometime in the um, Q4, I can't remember what month it was, I had 12 deals in escrow and I thought I was going to puke kind of because I was so scared of what, you know, am I going to forget something? Am I going to forget a binzer? You know, when is this? When is this? And I was just running around. And this is now like looking back and saying what I'm about to say is almost embarrassing, but I did not have an assistant slash transaction coordinator. And someone was like, what in the heck are you doing? Get yourself an assistant. I'm like, oh, okay. And that was a really overwhelming process um, because, you know, I never hired anybody. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I'm like a control freak, which I think a lot of us are in real estate. Um, and so there's a lot of letting go of the stuff that is not, you know, hourly good for me to be spending my time on. Um, but honestly, now that I've done that, it has changed so many things so quickly for me. And I love her to death. (laughs) I couldn't do it without her at this point. Um, So I would just encourage people, you know, like if you are, if you're feeling a little crazy, think about what it is that you can delegate that makes more sense, you know, for someone else to be doing so you can get back into the things that generate you money every day. Yeah, it's so hard. It's most of us want to do whatever we think we're supposed to do, which is usually a kind of the loudest or the squeakiest wheel. Right. And um, the reality is not everything is equally important in our business. And yet there are some things that are very important, but don't need to be done by, by you or me or, or, you know, ourselves and other people, other people can do them. And sort of just realizing that alone can be super empowering and and super, um, like it could be a, you know, a great experience. And, and it's usually not, I don't want to say always, because I know a lot of people that kind of run around like a chicken with their head cut off that are really successful by any measure, um, maybe except for their home life, you know, with the, with the balance, but from like a business perspective are very, you know, they could be considered that, but the vast majority of agents who have turned into their sales, um, like their sales into an actual, from a job to a business, they've gone, okay, there's certain things that I should do. There's certain times that I should be doing them. And that um, we've got, you know, you just learning how to, to tell the difference in what I should do or what I should be having someone else do. Cause we don't have to do everything ourselves. Yeah, totally. And when I think about, you know, how much time I was spending uploading PDFs into my brokerage's 
you know, portal thing, like what, a you know, not a, not the highest and best use of my time. Yeah. Definitely not. <laughs> like, you know, no doubt has to get done. It's kind of like you, hmm? when someone taught me some, something one time where you can look at it as like some, there's some activities that make money that would be like maybe lead generation, right. Out with our sphere or communicating with our, with our, um, with our people. And there's other, there's other activities that are important and have to get done because they protect the money. Right. So there's generating yeah. the income, there's protecting the income as well. And mostly what we see is it's the generating the income is the hard part. The people that's yep. where the, the, uh, I don't want to say it's the hardest skill, but I would say it's the least, um, it's mo not, not as many people can do it well. Right. Yeah, and so, sure. but there's a whole lot of people that can upload documents and, and, and check things off and make sure everything's right. And kind of like, I like to say, pick up the mess behind us that can do that very well, that maybe they should be doing that. And we should be focused on generating more income. Yeah. A hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, awesome. So tell me, here we are, it's, you know, again, post COVID, like what are your goals and plans for, for the future in your business? And I know you've, you've started uh, to help other agents as well, kind of start to transition their, what I'll call their, their sales job into more of a, a career or business. Um, like what are some of your goals and things that you see coming in, you know, as we get further into 2021? Yeah. So um, sorry there. Okay. You're, yeah, you're good. Go ahead. Uh, okay. Just wanted to make sure. Um, yeah. So I have um, some, I mean, some great goals this year for my team. I've got three agents on my team now. Um, so they kind of all have their transaction goals um, as well. I have uh, a number of transactions that I want to hit. 10 of them, I want to be luxury. So that's a goal for me this year is um, working on upping my price point a bit. Um, so that's really exciting and awesome. Um, I was, my team was the number one team in our office last year. So that is another goal to be, uh, <laughs> to be awesome. up there again this year. Thank you. Yeah, it was pretty exciting. And we have some awesome teams and awesome agents in my office as well. So I know I'm uh, surrounded with good people there. Um, but like you said, with, uh, uh, with the agents, you know, I, I mentioned earlier that I'm kind of a nerd. And so a couple of years ago, when I, <laughs> when I really got into this time blocking, I was looking and looking and looking you know, October, November, December for a planner that was a good planner for time blocking. And I looked and I bought and I looked and I bought and I didn't like any of them. And so I was like, well, screw it. I'm just going to make my own. So there I go back to my old PowerPoint days. And I, uh, I wrote myself a planner in PowerPoint and I printed it in my office. I'm sure they appreciated that. Uh, <laughs> my 200 page planner that I printed on my office top here, um, you know, bound it with the little plastic binder things that are in the office. And um, I, I used it and I gave it to my team for a year and they were like, hey, this is really awesome. We like this. And I showed it to a couple other agents in my office and they said, hey, we really like this. Can I have one of these too? And I'm like, hmm. Maybe I'm on to something here. Um, so this year, uh, well, this past year, I actually met with a designer and a printer uh, and turned it into a planner that I'm now selling to real estate agents, which is super exciting. That's awesome. Um, and 
yeah, it's really cool. I mean, it, it's, you know, it, it, I like it because obviously 18, 24 months ago, I didn't say, Hey, I'm going to write a real estate planner for real estate agents. You know, I think the cool thing is that it just evolved out of a necessity for me. Um, and it's, if I can help other people at least like organize and, um, get kind of creative and stay in front of their sphere, then that makes me happy. Um, you know, it's, it's just one way to, hopefully elevate our industry into, like you said, more business owners, people that think about their, their business as a business and not just salespeople. That's awesome. Um, I, I love that. Usually the best utilities like that come from like we need it in our own business. It's something, it's something that we did to, to help us, you know, come along and then someone else sees it. Just, I love that story. So it's, so is that something where like, I could see that or like, is there a website or something I totally. could go to, to take a look at or any of the listeners could? Well, I've got mine right here. So that's what it looks like. Um, so it's called, it's just called the real estate planner, but uh, the website I'll, uh, I'll send you it, but it's the home connection.shop. Um, so that's where you can go on, take a look. We've got a couple different cover options and, um, and that kind of a thing, but nice. it's 12 months, it's undated. So you can start anytime, pick it up anytime in the year and start with it. Um, it's got monthly and weekly time blocking 365 social media ideas for real estate agents in there, uh, as well as 52 video ideas. So one for every week. So that's like always the biggest thing that I hear when, um, you know, when people say, oh, well, how do you you know, how do you do social media? <laughs> I know I need to do social media, but what do I post? You know, yep. like, well, okay, I'll take the, I'll take the mystery out of it for you. And it's all in here. That's awesome. I love that idea. So you'll send me that link and we'll make sure it gets put here in the show notes. That way, anybody who wants to check that out can do that. And hopefully they will That'd be awesome. Um, cool. So as we start to wrap up on time, Stephanie, let, let me ask you this. What are what are some of the things you're you're excited about? Obviously, the, the planner. Is there anything else that you're excited about in, for for the industry? Or doesn't even have to be excited about. Maybe just thinking about spending time thinking about like stuff that's going on in our industry, or or um, things that maybe you're anticipating will happen at some point. You know, whether it's this year or we'll just call it the near future. Yeah, I, you know, something that I kind of always have in the back of my mind, just coming from my mom's history in real estate, uh, she's been in it now for 45 years. And so when I started with her, we always kind of said that we were a good blend of new school and old school. Um, you know, she remembers the days of picking up keys from the offices and driving around to get keys and, you know, MLS books and all that crazy stuff, you know, uphill uh, both ways and that whole story. Um, so, you know, that's something that I always kind of keep in the back of my mind, though. And so what I'm actually excited about is I think something that a lot of people are nervous about is how our industry is going to continue to change with technology. Um, and lots of people are worried, you know, every year it seems like people are like, oh, are realtors going to go away? Are they the middleman? I don't see it that way. You know, I think that now more than ever, we have to be there for our clients to take them through the process, educate them, um, provide value in knowing the market, knowing houses, you know, knowing pricing, all that stuff that an algorithm can't, can't really know. Um, so I'm excited about seeing how we as an industry can grow and, um, you know, keep pace with the new technology that's inevitably going to come. That's awesome. Very cool. Uh, and I, a lot of that, I, we could probably dive into for an hour or two. Uh, I'll just say <laughs> yes, that sure I, I very 
I have some very similar thoughts and uh, I agree. I think consumers need us more than ever. Um, and most of this technology is nothing more than an opportunity for us to grow as business people and to um, further serve the needs of the consumer. Cause that's, that's how things change, totally. right? Um, the yep. reality is consumer behavior is what, um, is what we should be all be responding to. And technology, I think, has just forced us as, as an industry to realize that. And and Absolutely. so now we're having now we're having to realize that and work for work for it. And I love it. I personally I love the challenge um of a change. Yep. You know, Agreed. so that's why I love the challenge. I, you know, I got licensed in 07. I know you you said you got licensed in 08. And I bet you we both had people telling us we were crazy for doing that, right? Um the, the reality is, is the market was, it was tough. And I had, I mean, I had friends who literally tried to stop me from doing it because they thought I was making a big, you know, a big mistake. And I saw it as a huge opportunity. And so I love a challenge. I love an opportunity. It sounds like you're, you're of the same mindset. I know a lot of other professionals feel the same way. And, and I think we'll also continue to embrace the challenges um, our industry has coming up. Definitely. Yeah. Agreed. Well, Cool. Any, so for anybody who wants to kind of catch up with you, uh, obviously I said, we'll put the link for the planner in the notes. Um, if someone wanted to reach out and just touch base with you or kind of follow along your story, is it, what's the best way for that? Is it social media? Is there a website or what else should people do to keep in touch with you? Yeah, I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Instagram is definitely the best way to follow along with me, see what crazy, uh, stories I see in real estate or see what crazy houses I see all that good stuff that's fun to watch um so you can get me on Instagram I'll send you my handle but it's stephanie.greenfield.az awesome we'll put that in the show notes as well and uh Stephanie I just want to say thanks a lot for taking some time out of your schedule to and I should say to time block this uh into into, <laughs> into your Thank day you. and make it a part yes. of it uh I know our listeners appreciate it and I certainly do and I just want to say thanks so much well, thank you. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, we will talk to you guys next week. Thanks so much and have a great day. Today's episode is brought to you by Kevin and Fred's community at eXp Realty. Learn why over 1,000 real estate agents joined eXp Realty last week. Join us for an informational webinar this Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Register at intro to eXprealty.com.